three, two, one, here we go. Welcome to That Beautiful Life Podcast. This is episode 29 of That Beautiful Life Podcast. My name is Kadush Campbell. I'm sitting here in the beautiful Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, it is warm. Uh, my legs are sweating. I have a fan on. You guys may hear the fan or you may not. I don't know what the editing is going to sound like. Uh, but that being said, you know, before I go on a random tangent, I'm sitting here with a beautiful Roger Bergstrom all the way in Sweden. Rog, how are you doing? Oh, 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 oh. Hello, hello. Hello, dear listeners. Yes, it's fine. It's fine. It's definitely okay. Well, I have a, a, a cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at home yesterday from work uh, in times like this with Corona around the corner. It's <laughs> not that easy to know. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's that, though, because the symptoms aren't there. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm having to be like... Uh, I was sneezing the whole before noon yesterday, so that's it. And yeah, it's other than that, it, it's good. Although the situation that we're soon getting into uh, regarding Corona, it's hard not to talk about it. It's hard to do something uh, or get into a situation, meeting friends or in people, even though you're not supposed to do that so much these days, <laughs> uh, um, without not touching the subject. So... Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm gonna actually get straight into it to be honest because yeah, go for it, go for it. Um, I just yeah I'm gonna do an update from the situation here where I live in Sweden in Scandinavia mm-hmm. and uh, I think I mentioned that things are I mean yeah they're they're moving ahead with things and when I came to work on Monday this week um, as you may know I had the weekend off and then I came on to the airport on Monday I parked my car I went to the bus that takes me like five minutes to the actual terminal. Uh, and it was a colleague of mine working on another terminal, uh, also the uh, uh, international uh, terminal, but there are actually two. And she said, oh, Roger, you don't know? Your terminal is closed. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's closed. Well, I haven't seen anything. And, and the thing is, I don't read the mails coming that often because I know that when it comes to schedule, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I have the same schedule. I work Monday to Thursday and 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. So it's not a thing for me. But apparently, yes, uh, they closed the, the terminal. So all of me, me and my colleagues were divided in two teams, so to speak. One went to the uh, domestic, one of the uh, three domestic terminals, uh, Terminal 4. And I went to uh, Terminal 5F, which is the, the largest security control, one of the two. So I'm at the other one, usually. Mm-hmm. So we were, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were working there Monday, Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we got company from the people from Terminal 4, because then they closed down Terminal 4. So we were 110 security agents in the control that day, <laughs> which is not proportional, because there were only like, yeah, you could count them on like... Not many passengers passing, of course, because as it is now, you know, there's lockdowns everywhere. And it's it's mainly people from abroad actually going home that mm-hmm. have been in Sweden and now going home. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we got a few more on Wednesday since uh, the, the passengers that were, were about to go to Terminal 4 was directed towards our security control. So that's the situation. And yesterday when I was at home, I got a letter. I was expecting this. I mean, mm-hmm. this situation can't go on. It costs a lot of money and yeah. 
yada yada. So there was a letter from from the the boss and uh, for for Avarn, this is the company I'm working for. And th- there's there's gonna be people, a lot of people losing their jobs now. Mm-hmm. From if they were like employed, I think from uh, end of April last year, they have to leave. They will be offered though to to work extra. But I mean, it's a huge, huge difference, you know. Mm-hmm. And for for the rest of us, including me, uh, it's going to be sixty percent. I remember I work almost one hundred percent out there. It's like ninety, ninety five percent. It's going to be sixty percent uh, for for the time being, uh, and we will get I think seven point five percent minus off the monthly wages, which is at least something. I mean, they're not taking away like the. The amount I was expecting in a way, but hey, it's also been questions about the like larger scale um, with companies overall in Sweden. I mean, there's a lot of money going uh, as support also into companies. I'm not sure if that will be a case here as well. This is so new; it actually just came yesterday. So it's sad. It's sad to see. I know a few people that are leaving, and they're good guys and girls, and it's it's, it's going to be it's it's. Um, it's a lot of things happening, a lot of consequences, and yeah, so I just have to see, take it day by day, and as I told Q, mm-hmm. I hope that I don't have to go like only four hours one day and four hours the other day and four hours. That's going to be like a lot of cost for me going with the car over to the airport, crossing the city. Uh, I hope I can have more hours, like two or three days, and then be home mm-hmm. the other days. So we'll see about that. That's it. That is not... Um, yet and I will see it later on and my two sons are working from home uh, they are download they're working or downloaded some kind of service system due to the you know as you know they're they are um, working at the experiment 101 studio mm-hmm. and they are doing the, the game you know the buy mutant game and it's really hard to they are <laughs> it's a, it's a Oh, they are. <laughs> Surprise, not anymore. But anyway, I'm just saying that for people that might not know, so they understand the heavy load of, of, of uh, well, they have to have the service and, and, and be able to upload things and, and also check how it looks in the full, their, well, their version right now of the game. So you can create in the programs, but you have to be able to also test it in the actual game setting. So so that's the thing. Yeah, it's... it's um, Hmm. Um, it costs in many ways, both mental-wise for people, but also economical-wise. Uh, mm-hmm. So many industries. I mean, we were mentioning now the the flight industry, the air companies that are doing really shitty, and of course, like uh, the restaurants, the hotel business, and not to mention getting into the summer. Think about the tourist season. Oh mm. my god! I don't think so, a lot of people are going to be traveling a lot this. Um, no, no. This, this coming year because until this is like one hundred percent sure like we know like yes what this every country has sold all their stuff with regards to it i highly doubt a lot of people are traveling i mean for me i had so many trips on my my books for this year and i'm not even sure which ones i'm gonna do i mean there are some that i still want to do but again it depends on Mm. on if it's possible for some of them you know in the case like for example the, the uk is a uh like between all the 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 trips that i had planned you know going back to the uk was like high priority it was like really really high priority mm. so in the sense that it was number one on my trip list you know number yeah, two yeah, was, yeah. was germany you know so number two Ooh. on my list of, of places to go was gym number three was canada and then um number four was sweden and then there was belgium and yeah. portugal on that list pretty much only one is still on that list and that's the uk 
and that yeah. is an, an if situation depending on if the UK opens back their borders and if the Trinidad opens back its borders um, and then other than that too and also the, the situation as it would be in the summer because um, that's another factor you know um, if things are better in the summer I'm, I'm still probably going to make the trip over to the UK if things are not then I may not I may actually spend it this year exactly. in Trinidad uh, the rest of yeah, the interest. That's the hard say. part. That's mm-hmm. the hard part once again because it depends on so many things, as you say. It depends on the like individual status in in in, in the countries mm-hmm. and also what they the precautions what they might do or not do mm-hmm. and. Um, also, with 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 the as mentioned before, the the, the flight industry, yeah. because as for here now, I mean, SAS, the Scandinavian airlines, are really down. It's like ninety percent shut down, and people are also getting like losing jobs and stuff. And the same with Norwegian, eighty-five percent Finnair, about the same. So it's it's a it's a really tricky situation. And as you said, because we have been speculating at the, regarding this too, because yeah. usually, uh, I think you know this by now if you listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, the, the summer is a very hectic period with thousands, thousands and thousands of people traveling, you know, mm-hmm. normally. Yeah. Uh, which means that we also need extra personnel, not only to get the extra manpower, but also to have people there when we are on vacation. So mm-hmm. it's... <laughs> but now again... Due to this situation, I don't think we have to worry about that at least. I think it's going to be quite uh, com- compared to the other summers because I don't think this going to just let go that fast, you know. Yeah. I can't see, I mean, we are at the end of March now. I can't really uh, visualize or, or, or think that, okay, in June and July, it's going to be like the same as before. It, mm-hmm. it's, it, it doesn't sound as if it's going to be like that. So. But with that said, I'm not going to... I mean, yeah, that's it for... It's hard to talk about anything else because this is affecting <laughs> us all right now. Um, the good thing that I can just mention is... Well, I, I, we couldn't have a rehearsal, apparently, with the hard rock band yesterday. That was out of the question. Mm-hmm. But I've been doing some music. I'm finally on doing some music again. I'm, I'm having, for some reason, the last week's good inspiration. So at least I'm, I'm doing that. <laughs> I think that's no. good. I think I think you know what the thing is, yeah. is that it's about being able to find the, the no matter what's going on, being able to find the the good or the benefits, the the positive moments yes. out of everything. Because I mean, we're always gonna have bad things going on. That's just the way. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it is, you know. But at the end of the day, how are we gonna let it really affect our mood or? you know our psychology and stuff because i think one of the most things is it's it's worse to be in a bad situation and then also be depressed you know that's that's worse than just being in a bad situation alone you know so i think what most people should be doing in a time like this you know for those who are on a quarantine and stuff like that is finding stuff that's gonna you know keep you entertained i mean for you and i it's it's pretty simple we're gamers you know we'll we'll, you know load up a game (laughs) and and we're good to go and if we're not gaming we'll be watching someone on telly or something um you know we're we're comfortable being indoors for the most part you know (laughs) so um it's a lot easier for for some of us but for those who aren't those who who prefer to go out a bit more often and all that kind of stuff i think this is a, a time where reevaluation as, as to you know how you spend your time you know when you're yeah. alone because i think a lot of people find it really difficult to spend time by themselves and i think it's really important to, to learn to be able to spend time with yourself this is not just to say like in times of crisis and all that kind of stuff but just genuinely just spending time with yourself like just sitting alone in in a room you know and just 
you know being able to just be in your presence and not yeah um, not go crazy or something, you know. I'm not, <laughs> exactly, and so, because exactly. I think a lot of people struggle with it. I think a lot of people ha- find it really, really difficult to just be alone. For me, I, I find it pretty simple. I'm not saying I like being alone all the time. No, I, I do like company of other people from time to time. Uh, but the thing is, is that if you left me alone, I'd be perfectly fine. Like I'd be pretty comfortable by myself. And you know, if I'm around people, depending on who those people are, you know, certain people I mm. I, I like being around, and in the sense that. I can spend time with them and I'll be pretty fine. And then other people, I can spend time with them. And after I've spent time with them, my energy level will be a bit lower because I'm a bit more introverted. But for the most part, I would say that most people should actually learn to be able to spend quality time with themselves. And it, it yes. makes you a better person. Because then when you do spend time with other people, you're a lot better with you know the way you spend time with them like for example when i spend so much time away from other people whenever i do spend time with them i have so much to tell them because we weren't with each other you know if if you spend all your time with with people that you care about you when when you're around them you have nothing to say it's like if you and i did the podcast every single day we'd never have anything to talk about we we just no so like raj um what do you do uh well i woke up this morning um yeah so pretty much that's the thing like uh, I woke up too, you know that's that's the thing. Yeah, uh-huh. I brush my teeth and then a man spread. Spread. <laughs> <laughs> you see, a laughter. That's good to have in those times. I totally agree with you. It was really good sayings right there, Q. And I hope you guys uh, got that as well. We've been talking a bit about this before, mm-hmm. uh, spending time with yourself and and how important that is uh, to be able to do so. It might mm-hmm. might sound weird, but it's actually more common. Uh, that that you might think that people might have problems with this. I have friends that definitely have problems with this. They they are not used to it and they they get like nervous almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, this is uh, even though it's a very awkward situation, it might be one of those times to also think about this and and hopefully gain something from it even. Yeah. I so, think. but I again, keeping keeping the keep. We've talked about it at work too. Uh, trying to inspire colleagues a bit there, especially the ones that I see get a bit like depressed that trying to find those moments those small things that makes you you know a bit happy or laugh or do something that you enjoy uh, even though it might be hard due to mm-hmm. yeah, some kind of regulations now but still it's uh, it's important it's very important especially in time of, of uh, crisis if we might put it like that so hmm Yes. Good saying, Skew. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, please go on also tell us. Uh, I mean, we both have. It's very easy to see when it comes to topics. We both have like coronavirus <laughs> in there. So, well, it, yeah. it's affected all of us in, in, in the world. So that is a, a thing, you know. It is a it is a current occurrence, and it's not just affecting yeah. people in Europe. It's it's affecting people in the Americas, um, like me. You know, and when I say the Americas, you know, some people think like when you say the Americas, it means the U.S. No, the Americas is pretty much. I, I know it doesn't. Um, Central, South America, and the Caribbean. That's basically the Americas. And I, North I paid America. Attention in school. <laughs> you know what? Most Americans are, are, um, don't know that. Like, I think most Americans what? don't know what the like. They think the America, the United States, is the center of the universe, and they think the United States is America. Like, they don't know that the United <laughs> okay. States is a country in america that you know that america exactly. is not the united states so north america is canada and the united states that makes up north america and there's central yes. america which is mexico and i believe um a couple 
is it I think there's a couple other countries in between there yes um, I think Paraguay is one of them I'm not sure hmm. and then you have um, South America which in, involves Brazil and Argentina and so forth and then you have the Caribbean which is like Trinidad and Tobago where I am and Jamaica and Barbados St. Vincent those sort of countries so that all makes up the Americas. So, you know, good little geographic lesson for all of you who don't know. Um, <laughs> for free. <laughs> for free. Yes, exactly. You know, those kiddos who are home right now and probably, you know, they need knowledge and stuff. Their parents are like, sit down and listen to the podcast and learn these things. I don't want you going back to school and then writing that, you know, America is the US alone. You know, you make me look stupid, even though I didn't know it either. <laughs> oops so that being said um right i've offended most of our american listeners or the ones who didn't know those who knew they were like "Mm, i knew this don't worry q i got you Um, but true the coronavirus has affected us here in trinidad as well our borders have been shot in trinidad and tobago so you can't fly out of trinidad and tobago i think i believe i can fly between the islands i think i can fly to tobago if i wanted to not that I would, but I believe it's possible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, you can't leave Trinidad and Tobago as far as I know. And you can't, well, if you're coming in, you have to have a Trinidadian passport. So if you don't have a Trinidadian passport, mm. you cannot leave Trinidad. And pretty much every other country has shut their borders. The US have shut their borders, the the UK, pretty much everywhere else, Sweden and so forth. And the only way you can enter that any particular other country is if you have two passports. So those of you guys with two passports, you lucky bastards. You can fly. Um, it depends on how much you consider luck because, I mean, if you fly and you pick up something in, in flight, then... Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> basically, our borders are shut. How it's affected us with, like, you know, my family, um, our cafe, Tio Zen, which uh, you guys can... If you live in Trinidad, you can visit us still. Our cafe is still open. Um, but you can't eat at the cafe. You can only take takeout because, according to our laws right now, you can only restaurants and, and cafes and, and, you know, places like that can only take orders. So people can come in, they can purchase something, and then they can leave. And you're not supposed to have a lot of people standing there. I think it's like 10 people or something should be in an establishment at a particular period of time. So, yeah, it's... Uh, we'll see how it goes, the sort of thing. I mean, but... Excuse me, we're still open. I think we didn't open on Monday, but then we opened for the rest of the week. And when, oh, I, okay. when I say we didn't open on Monday, it was my choice. Like I told everyone, I was like, you guys are not leaving the house. We need to see how this thing is going to work out. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was surprised when, when they listened to me. I was like, man, they actually listened. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Surprise, the, yeah. Because, I mean, my mom and sisters, they always listen to me. They're like, please, you're afraid of nothing, Q. We're going out there. Which is pretty much what happened for the rest of the week. They're like, please, Q. You're afraid of nothing. And it went out. Uh, I went out. I, I bought a couple of things that we needed. You know, I, I just looked at the, like things that we didn't have in the house. And I just said, you know what? Let me just pick this up just in case. So I did. I picked up a couple of stuff. And after that, you know, I, of course, I picked up Rooty because, pff, I mean, it's me. I, it's Rooty. It is Rooty. And also, actually, yesterday, Ali brought home Rooty for me yesterday. And she, she like, came into my room. I was sleeping. And she was like, uh, cute. Um, I brought you Rooty. Do you want it now? I was like, uh... I put it in the refrigerator uh, you know she was like should I put it in the oven or in the refrigerator I was like uh, I was thinking to myself like I'm in between sleep but like I'm so yes. well conditioned that whenever curry is presented to me always accepted openly that I'm like hmm <laughs> What's the best decision? I, I said refrigerator because, and it's a good thing I said refrigerator, not the oven. Because if, if it wasn't the oven, it would have spoiled by the time I woke up. But yeah, it wasn't refrigerator. So when I woke, I just heated it up. Had a late night rooty. It was oh, it was good. It wasn't the best rooty. I'm just gonna say that hands down. If you're in Trinidad and Tobago and you're going to buy rooty, <laughs> do not buy rooty from Homes Rooty Shop 
Oh, um, this other one that that my sister knows about. She told me uh, it's Holmes, and there's this other one. I can't remember the other one. The point is, don't buy okay. from Home Trading Shop. It's corporate routine, right? This is uh, this is done by corporate people. It's a a big business franchise thing. You don't want to buy that kind of roti. You want roti from a nice old Indian lady who has a shop somewhere in the corner of some street, you know, and sells you the roti in a paper bag, right? That's the oh, way you okay. want proper roti. You know, it's the quality about the roti. It has to be sold that way. That that's basically it. Cool. So. Mm. Anyway, um, before that, um, but yeah, pretty much it's it's not that bad. I think so far in Trinidad and Tobago, it's like six cases of the virus yes. um, confirmed at least. I think that's the number that I, last number I heard. So yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah. That being said, I have to say this too. I wonder. Do, hmm, no, I'll tell you this after the podcast. I won't. I won't say it on the podcast. <laughs> all right but, uh, for the yeah. rest of my family my I family wish- in the uk they're they're working from home so uh, a lot of people are yeah. get, being told they can work from home ali's been, is going to be working from home from next week so that there's that um but you know my family in the uk you know um they're all working from home as far as i know the ones that i've spoken to so far uh i, ha- I still have to call my cousins because i don't know what's going on with them and i have to give them a call because i haven't spoken to them since uh, one of my cousins birthday so i'm gonna have to give them a call and see what's up with them and my aunt and and so forth uh but yeah so far everything seems fine with everyone else that i um that i know my friends and family in the uk so that being said uh yeah, hope everyone's doing well. Everyone else who you know, I'm, yeah, I may yeah. not have mentioned. You know, if I haven't spoken to you yet, and you listen to this, and like, oh my god, Q, you didn't even check if I was okay. I'm like, just give me a call, man. If if we're close enough that you ha- that you have feelings about this, it means you have my phone number. And if you have my phone number, you can call me. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so with all that yeah, being said, how about we talk some- about something good, something nice, something entertaining? Absolutely. Let's talk about I'm video games. I gotta put in a small thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta put in a small thing with the topics of the week that. Mm-hmm. I didn't really mention. What's that? I might have said that I was going there, but actually on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, I might have said this. Me and my family went into to um, to Jurgården, which is the part you know where we were at the Vasa Museum. Mm-hmm. Q. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very close to that is the Viking Museum, and mm-hmm. we went there. And I <clears throat> I did a small vlog. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't bring a better camera, but I had my my mobile phone camera, so I put that up on my channel if anyone is <clears throat> interested. Wait, is it up see. already? Yes, I put I it didn't up, yes. see that. What the hell, YouTube? I think yeah, I got no notification YouTube. for that. Like absolutely none. I'm gonna have to watch that because I remember really? you mentioned it to oh me. Oh my god! And uh, the last notification I got from you was about a game. It wasn't about a vlog. It was about a game. Oh, um, okay. That was the last notification I saw from you. So let me check my phone. YouTube and they're stupid. Oh, you know what? My phone. I'm not. It may not be YouTube's fault because my phone did die last um, yesterday afternoon because okay. I was. Be I fell asleep watching a YouTube yeah, yeah. video, so it. Let me just check my my notifications. If I don't see it in my notifications, yeah. then YouTube screwed up. So, yes. Well, that has happened before. It's but yeah, that, that was nice. It was nice. You know, uh, we were quite. We. It was quite. Um, empty there it wasn't many people <laughs> as expected so it was a nice moment to sit there we had a good lunch at the restaurant and everything so that was nice mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so that's up and going but we're getting also into the game section that's we have to move forward and uh, I wanted to talk about a game that I wasn't really expecting myself to play mm-hmm. uh, but I finished Soma when it comes to live stream and so I said okay let's play something and check something 
play something different. Mm-hmm. I went into the X, um, uh, the X, Xbox launcher, and I found a game that I've heard about, mm-hmm. and I started to play Ori and the Will of the Wisps, mm. and. This is a beautiful game. Uh, it's a platform adventure game by Moon Studios and was published by Xbox Game Studios, apparently for Xbox One and Microsoft Windows. Mm-hmm. So it was released on March 11 this year, I mm-hmm. think. It's a direct sequel to the 2015 title called Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. I haven't played that, though. I have. So it. you take on... Oh, you have it? Cool. Yeah, okay. I, haven't, I haven't played so Ori in the Blind Forest, but uh, I, I have the game. I just haven't played it yet. So I think Tim got it to yeah. me as a gift. So uh-huh. I have that. Okay. Um, but tell me more. Tell me more about this one because I've heard good things about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. The, no, the no. It, you, you are in control of Ori, which is a white garden spirit. So you progress through the game as uh, by moving between platforms and solve puzzles. It's very beautiful environments, uh, and mm-hmm. it's um, it's a world, or, or you are in in, in the Metrovania, I think. Um, and uh, there's some some of, of course also inaccessible areas you can find, uh, and it plays really well. I have to say, I also like the challenge you get. It's you know it's one of those games, with platform games, where you really have to time or be at the edge of a ledge, for example, to reach the other one at some point. So you fall down if you don't, and stuff like that. Just to mention something, uh, and. Um, you also have a kind of shard system, uh, some kind of upgrade system, and it's it's very nice. I think if you played games like Rayman or the Metroid franchises, you probably know what kind of style of a game it is in, in some way. Even though the kind of uh, the look of the game is is different, uh, beautiful, and I like it, and and that's why I think I will probably continue the journey uh, here with Ori um, and uh, play more. Mm-hmm. So that's that. I can highly recommend it if you like these kind of platform games. It's it's again it's a it's beautiful and, and cute in in the same same way. So like it. Beautiful. Um well I, it's on Steam as well. So those of you who don't get it on the the Xbox um store or you know the Windows store for Xbox or the Xbox itself um, it is also on Steam, so those of you who want to grab it on Steam, it is on there. Uh, I'm not sure what other platforms it's on, but I would... I think it's only... I, I think it's exclusively for, for that. Yeah. For Steam and the Xbox Game Store? Yes, I think so. Okay, because if it, it, I was going to say if it's on um, GOG, grab it on there. <laughs> I'm pretty much <laughs> in the boat <laughs> yeah. where if any game is on GOG, grab it on GOG, because... GOG is awesome. So um basically yeah I would I would grab it on um oh the first story in the blind forest is on there. Or in the blind forest is on there, not the the sequel. So um Okay. You can grab or in the blind forest on there. But anyway, back to the the game to Will of the Wisp. It's on PC, so it's on Steam. Um it's Peggy Seven, so it's for young ages, seven that's seven exactly. year old. Um and it runs on Windows with uh, an Atlan 4 processor on i5-4460, um, which that's not really a lot. Like, Atlan 4 is um, yeah. is old. Um, 8 gigs of RAM and a 950 graphics card, which I owned a 950 mm. before. And um, <clears throat> it's a pretty good um, low-budget graphics card. So yeah. um, with a 950, it's pretty good. Uh, I believe the 950 is a 2 gig graphics card. And the 950 Ti is a 4 gig graphics card. So that's a 2 gig oh, yeah. graphics card on AMD R7 370. So that's your your minimum requirements to get this game running with 20 gigs of, of um, available storage space to install the thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
yeah, it's, it's got great reviews so far. Everyone's been giving it tens and nines and all that kind of blab. Oh yeah. So I can understand why now. Mm-hmm. It is. It is like totally worth hours, it. So. Did you purchase it or did you get it as a part of Game Pass? A part of Game Pass, yeah. Oh, man, that's the best way. To, I would say if you have PC, the best way to do um, games like this is just do Game Pass. Just I think it's like four yeah. bucks a month, and yeah, it covers it. So, which is a reasonable price. Mine, I can't actually re-enable it right now because it's telling me you switch regions, man, and it's just complicated, and it doesn't want to let me switch um, switch all my Game Pass again. So, okay, yeah, I, I need to I need to ha- sort that out. I'll figure it out before long, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a rush. It's not like I need to play the games I have on Game Pass. Uh, I have other games. My my PC and consoles are loaded. And speaking of other games, uh, I've been playing the game Persona 5 Royale on the mm-hmm. PlayStation 4. And just mm-hmm. to let you guys know, Persona 5 Royale is a remaster of Persona 5, the game. So for those of you who didn't know, Persona 5 was released on PlayStation 3, actually, and the PlayStation 4. Let me see the year that was released. That was back in 2016. So 2016, it was released on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. And then it was it's now being remastered for the PlayStation 4 again, which is, I, I had a problem with that. And I still do have a problem with the fact that it's been remastered for the exact same console it's on because it's like, just release DLC, man. Like, why are you releasing a new, uh, oh, yeah. the same game with just a couple extra stuff and charging another 60 bucks for it? You know, that's pretty, that's a, kind, a pretty dick, um, dickish move. And... This is me saying that as a big fan of Atlas. Like I, I love Atlas games, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know what? I call it where I see it, and that's some bullshit. like Atlas should be. Um, they should know better. They should just for those who already bought Persona Five on the PlayStation Four, they should just be able to get a DLC edition. And the thing is, why I say that is because the changes for this game aren't that big. You know, I mean, they're they're changes, yeah. But they're not like, oh my god, a new game needs to be made for this kind of changes. So, one of the changes that they've added to the game is that you can now swing in Persona 5 Royale. So, you can you have a grappling hook thingy, and you can swing. So, that's a big change, because the stages and levels, have some of the stages and levels have been altered to a certain extent. Um, so, that's one change. Then, there's also a new character named Kasumi, who's been added to your um, to your party. So, you have a new character that, that joins your party, and so forth. And she actually is part of the intro. So, when you play the, the intro this time... Um, it's you actually meet her in the intro like she joins you for a battle in the intro and if you play the original Persona 5 in, when you do the intro you're just by yourself with your friends on the like on the phone talking to you like telling you what you know what to do and stuff like that meaning you're, you're like speaking to Futaba and a couple other characters and so forth and so in this time around you run into this other chick and she's already a part of your team um, Kasumi and and you know you guys do your you know, your, your thing, you know, <laughs> then um, you also get an entire new semester, but that is at the end of the game. So this is, this also is where I started to say like, yeah, they need, this is, this should have just been DLC edition because you get a new semester, which is like, yay, new semester, that's more content. So it's like more gameplay, which is awesome, but it's tacked on at the end of the game. So there's also that to, to keep in mind. Um, then you also have uh, a new Thieves Den feature where you can you have a, a new huge room, you can fully customize it and all that kind of stuff. So those of you who've played the game, um, this is going to be great for those of you who played it once and, and want to actually um, have more things to do in the game and stuff like that. And you have brand new animations for story cutscenes because we've changed up the, the cutscenes for some of them because, again, a new character is in the game. Cutscenes had to be changed and all that kind of stuff. And then some cutscenes have been changed for different reasons. Like, you know, the developers thought, like, oh, we, this, we didn't do this 
um, the right way or maybe we did this in a way that um, we want to alter it for the West and so there were alterations so I, I, I've spoken about that on, on in the past so for those of you who want to know what I think about those sort of stuff you can just check out my YouTube channel it, it has all the details on that um, that being said um, there's also uh, you know a whole new location so a whole new location added and it's, it's supposed to be bigger than any of the other locations in the game so that's also again a great thing but it could have been done in DLC uh, so there's that as well you also have um, you also have what do you call this um, it's really hard to say Japanese words sometimes Kikin Juji has um, has a club that you can visit so that's Kikin Juji um, is the new location so you, you can do more stuff in this location there's mini games there's clubs there's a lot of stuff that you can get to do while you're there um, you have brand new perks your personas have a new level so you have new personas also your, the personas you have already have, a, have they have a new tiered form which is awesome again really cool stuff um, and then you have new events new holidays um, a bunch of things have been changed you have new weapons new armor new accessories uh, and so forth there is DLC other people have been saying oh Persona 5 Royale is coming all the DLC for Persona 4 yeah I mean Persona 5 yes it is but there's new DLC for the new character that you have to buy that you have to purchase so that sucks I mean, they should have just given us everything. No DLC. Mm. But again, you know, some of my favorite developers be doing some crazy shit. So, yeah, Atlas, man, I'm looking at you guys. Come on. You could have given us free DLC. Um, so, they gave us all the DLC for from... Everything that was in Persona 5 is in the game. Uh, uh, but you do need to get DLC for the new character. So, the new girl, um, you have to buy stuff for her. Like, new costumes and all that kind of stuff. You'll have to get... You'll have to purchase it, you know, with your own cash or uh, whatever have you. And so forth. Um, and there's just a whole lot more to it. Um, there are graphic enhancements for the PS4 Pro, which I'm looking forward to testing out because when I played the original Persona 5, I played on a, on a PS4, and now I have a PS4 Pro, so um, I'm gonna I'm playing that, and I'm I want to say from from my personal exp- um, uh, how can I say my personal impressions of playing on PS4 Pro, I don't know if there's a big difference, like which is me being me because I, I already don't know the big difference in most graphics, so there's that. Um, and then there's the the menu has been changed a bit as well, obviously, because, again, a new character has been added. There are new trophies for people who actually care about trophies. I don't, so it doesn't bug me. I really don't care. Um, there are new weather effects. There's <laughs> new music. Uh, around 30 new musical tracks, according to, to what the developers have said. Again, what, that's one of the other aspects of the game that I probably wouldn't notice. Someone like Rog would notice these sort of things. Me, I'd be like, oh, nope. it sounds good. The game still sounds like music. I like it good that's as far as i go i'm not like oh it's a new song it sounds so different Ooh la la you know um, yeah i'm not that um that stuff so there's new dialogue there's new text fonts there's just a lot of added content you know adjustments to the day to the the daytime so you, you spend you can spend more time outside you can spend more time doing stuff in in the in the city and all that kind of stuff um and then there are also changes to the combat system so they've made some tweaks to the combat system with regards to ammo and a bunch of other things that you know people are gonna be interested in um so what i will do is i'm gonna actually publish a, an editorial an article or something with all the changes that have been made and uh you guys can go through it yourselves if you want to and see all the changes and uh, make a decision if you want to pick it up i'm gonna say if you play persona 5 the game on playstation 5 i mean on playstation 4 i would kind of tell you sit it out like if you've already played persona 5 and you already have it on ps4 you could sit this one out like this update and be fine without it right um 
Especially if you're like looking at picking up other games right now. Like if money is tight for you and you you want to grab other games, you know, like there are other there are new games coming out that you're interested in. I would say sit this one out for now. You could probably grab it on sale in the future. It will probably be on sale, you know, five six months down the line. It'll probably be like fifty percent off, and you can grab it at that price, and it'll be perfectly fine. But I would not call this a day one buy. And and the reason is I won't call it a day one buy for people who played Persona Five. If you haven't day one buy, buy this shit. <laughs> like don't even question it, get it. But um, if you haven't played Persona Five, I would say no wait. Wait until it's on sale or something and pick it up. Who knows? Maybe Atlas will put it on PC. At that point in time, if Persona turns up on PC, I'm just saying everyone buy it. Don't question anything. Put your money where your mouth is. Persona needs to be played on PC. Let's make it happen, Atlas. Persona 5 and Persona 4. Make it, make everything on PC. You know what? All developers just play your games on PC. Um, because if Sony can put Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, which shout out to Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC in um, summer. I'd say everyone else put your shit on PC because PC Master Race, man. We bow that life. So, <clears throat> that being said... Very, very long breakdown of Persona 5, and, and again, this is the reason why it, it, it's been so long is because if anyone anyone who knows me well enough knows is that I'm a huge Persona 5, like a huge Persona fan. So, yeah, I had to go in the tangent. I had I actually had like a, like notes in front of me, man. Like usually when I when we're doing a podcast, I'm like <laughs> pull this off the top of my head. I'm like, okay, let's pull out a file. Let's go through this thing. And I still didn't even go through yeah. everything that I had in front of me. Like I had so much more, but I'm, I'm like looking at the, the recording time. I'm like, oh, we're gonna be too long. So. <laughs> So, dude, yeah, dude, let's start talking about telly. Um, you've been watching a show, a season two for a show that we've spoken about before. So tell me about it. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me and Isaac have been watching Kingdom and I've talked about this series before. It's a South Korean series that is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we're in far in season two now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I've talked about it again, but I will I will mention it for you guys if you're still interested to hop in. Mm-hmm. This is, um, um, yeah, what was that called? Uh, strange rumors about their ill king grip a kingdom. Yeah, the crown prince becomes their only hope against the mysterious plague overtaking the land. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of, <laughs> of virus in a way. <laughs> but it's actually Corona! Yeah, <laughs> but things are turning more or less into zombies. And I have to say, I think I mentioned this also when I talked about Kingdom earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's action drama horror, and it's great zombie action. It's real. I really like how, how they've done or how the zombies are in in this series. Mm-hmm. Very fast, very aggressive, and it's yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And again, this is taking place in, in an ancient uh, South Korea, meaning like I, I can't even. I'm not really sure. It's like the what can it be? What 13 century? or 1400 century? It's something like that, you know. Uh, or earlier, 12, 13. Yeah, it, it's hard for me to tell. I could tell if it was in Sweden, then I know more. Like, uh, for example, the Vikings <laughs> like, oh. were between 800 to 1050 after Christ, but this is something else. But anyway, it, that's also cool, the environment. And it's good acting, it's nice, it's beautiful uh, film, and again, the action is super cool. Uh, so. I like this series. I can highly recommend it. If you like uh, this, almost like it's not. Uh, I'm saying it wrong now, but that kind of samurai style zombie thingy. I mean, we're not in Japan. Apparently, it's not samurai, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, swinging swords and stuff like that. It has an 8.3 on IMDb, and absolutely yes, 8.5 for me, no problem, even higher. It's really good. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So, I, I'm, yep. I'm thinking about checking it out because, I mean, I've been thinking about checking it out from before when you mentioned it the first time, but yeah. it's still on my reader, something that I that I do really, really want to check out. I mean, it's, it's 65, mm. well, sorry, sorry, 62 most popular show right now according to IMDb, which is um, which is pretty, pretty high. Okay. And that, that's high, yeah. I, again, I do need something new to watch because I've actually binged everything else that I was watching for the most part. I really don't. I to, mm. I'm in the mode to start something new. And I just want to shout this out. Also, Carbon has a movie on Netflix right now. Um, it's an hour and something minutes. I haven't watched it yet, but I got the notification this yesterday, I think, and I saw it. I thought it was a new series. It's animated, so mm-hmm. um, I, I'm gonna check it out. I hope you do too as well. So maybe we can talk about it next week together. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check out Kingdom. It looks really, really cool. It looks interesting. Maybe Letty would want to watch this because she's into you know Korean stuff. So she'll probably be like, "Oh, you're watching a Korean show. Let me sit with you." Ooh la la. So yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I think so. Try it. See what you think about it. I would love to hear from you guys. Indeed. Um, as for me, I was watching a Netflix series called... Before I talk about the series, because I'm going to have some things to say about that. Um, yeah. I was watching this other series on Netflix called uh, Million Pound Menu. I think I, I sort of um, alluded to this uh, in a previous episode. I was watching this with Le- with Ali. And it's basically mm-hmm. this, this show where, you know, they get people to come on the show. It's, it's sort of like... Um, they bid for a chance to to win money from from millionaires or whatever billionaires or whatever have you, and it's mm. about these chefs and or people who own restaurants and all that kind of stuff. They have to come up with the next big idea to get a restaurant to get funding to, to have their own restaurant in the UK. So it's done by a French. The host is a French guy. Uh, his name is um, his name is Fred. Uh, I don't know how you say this. Serex, Serex. I think Serexy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's French. Right, um, but he's pretty cool, right? Uh, <laughs> okay. He's the host. It's got two seasons, according to IMDb. I'm only on. We we started watching on the second season, so we've not watched this first season, and it was accidental because Ali picked like she started the show, and then we, when we finished watching the episode, we were like, oh, we this is season two. And like, oh, well, we, we'll continue from here. So every now and then we sit down and watch an episode together and then we, we sort of debate about who do we think is going to win the bid and how well they're going to do and how good this, this business will do. And then we make like business notes because we are always doing business stuff. So we make our own notes like, mm, maybe we should do this with our business. la di da So Million Pound uh, Menu, check it out. It's a 6.5 in IMDb. I'd actually give it a, about a 9. I think it's pretty good. So yeah, that being said... The other show that I was watching, the one that I really have a bit to say about is Lock and Key. And this one is on Netflix. I'm going to start out straightforward and tell you guys, don't waste your time. I'm going to tell you about the move, the show, but don't waste your time from now. So if you're like, if you usually listen to this podcast and the minute we mention a show, you're like, mm, let me start making notes. I'm going to get this show to check out. Do not watch Lock and Key. It's L-O-C-K-E and oh. the key. Do not watch it. It's on Netflix. Just ignore it. Netflix may suggest it to you. It may be like... Johnny, you may like this. Be like Netflix, mm-mm, I don't trust you on this crap. Mm-mm, I don't. <laughs> right? So it's got one season. I've watched the entire season. I've binged it. And it's a it's I, I wanna say it starts off really good. I think it's up to about the seventh episode is when it loses you. So like episode one, good. Episode two, killing it. Three, fine, four, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth. By the time you get to the seventh episode delete the show like that's where that's where Ooh. it falls off a clip from the seventh episode go down because it's, it's Ooh, 10 episodes in total ouch. seventh episode it just falls off an entire clip i give that seven episode a one out of ten and as oh, a whole my. i give the series a four like it's it's 
I'm even tempted, you know, to drop it to a tree, but I did enjoy the beginning of it, so I'll give it a four. Um, where this this loses me is it starts off it's a it's a horror a dramatic um fantasy horror series so it's it's about this house where uh, it's a family house that this family moves to after their dad is killed um and in this house you have these magical keys that are hidden around the entire house um the kids mm. in the family can hear the keys they can hear the keys whispering right um it doesn't happen immediately it's like every now and then they start hearing whispering and if they follow the whispering they find a key each of these keys have magical powers right um so you can basically unlock specific things so like for example there's one key that you can stick into someone's neck and unlock their their brain basically like you can see their thoughts right so you stick this key in someone's neck and you you twist it like once you hold it close to someone the back of someone's neck uh, a keyhole opens up in their neck like a magical keyhole just forms there and it's super cool and then you, you turn the key mm. and you can you can basically go inside their mind and you could put things in their mind or you could take things out so you can take out memories or you can put in memories right or like for example if you want to learn something like you could toss a book inside there with like your entire algebra homework and you know what you know algebra so it's like pretty cool but um then there's also like one where you can trap people in a mirror in a mirror world there's one where you can basically change your face there's a bunch of different ones i'm gonna spoil them all because i don't want people watching the show so <laughs> so yeah there's one there's one where you can once you've seen a door like you've seen some a particular door like you know what the door looks like you can think about that door put the key in your door unlock it and you will be instantly transmitted to that door. Like to, so like for example, Ooh. I've seen Roger's door. I know what Roger's door looks like. So if I had that key, I could put it in my door, my front door, open it, and then when I walk through, I'll come to Roger's door. So like I could be like, Roger, I'm coming over for lunch, unlock the door, boom, I'm in Sweden. Hey, what do you got cool. cooking? You know? Super cool. Like it. <laughs> So all this is happening between the first and the sixth episode, and it's it's amazing. Like it's it's so exhilarating wow. trying to find out what what the next key they're gonna find and what ability he's gonna have. One key allows you to like leave your body and fly around as a ghost and see the world and all that kind of stuff. So it's just getting more and more interesting. And then you get to the seventh episode, and everything falls off a cliff because what they do in the seventh episode is that the characters just start making stupid decisions, like really, really stupid decisions. Because there's a, a character who's like a witch. She's uh, magical and stuff like that. And she, she knows mm. about this whole key thing. And um, she's basically trying to open this, this, um, this door that one of the keys opens that leads to another realm that lets all these evil creatures. And she's actually a person who was afflicted by the evil creatures. So she's she's actually not a she, she's a he. So basically she's one she's a guy from from the the kid's father's generation. So when their when their dad was was younger, he found the keys with his friends and one of his friends got one of the keys. Uh, well, they opened the door and when they opened the door there's to that alternate world like these bullets flew out and hit um, that friend and when it hit him he turned evil, basically. The bullet had a spirit mm. in it, and the spirit turned him evil. Again, not a bad plot point. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. But the problem is, is that the kids make stupid decisions as to how they they do this. Like, for example, a, the dude who killed their dad, right? He's a he's a kid from their school who was manipulated by this other dude um, using the powers that be. Um, so he was manipulated to go and kill the kid's dad. So he killed them, and then they moved to the house after which i mean like really but anyway they move to the house and he shows up again he, he escapes prison and he shows up again 
and the kids know he's in the house like they use the ghost um key and they fly through the door and they see him upstairs holding their mom at gunpoint they know he's in the house and you know what their decision is let's hide the brain key because that's the one that he wants and let's turn ourselves over to him like you've got to be kidding me you know where he is he doesn't know yet where you are he's asking your mom where are the kids you know i'm like oh. the logical thing to do is to sneak around and get this guy or something or wait by the door yeah. you know he's gonna come maybe have one the, the younger brother waiting in the hallway and as he comes through the older sister just holds like a pan or something and smacks him across the head or something there's there are so many things you could have done than just oh i'm gonna just hand myself over to this guy you know mm-hmm. anyway the kids are stupid there's a point where he gets them in the forest and they um the the old the sister she took out her her fear out of her, her brain when she used the mind key and her fear is like a, a representation of her but like with claws and evil and all that kind of stuff and so um her fear attacked him when she basically had buried her fear in the forest and when he dug up when he she dug it up her fear came out and it attacked the guy with the gun he drops the gun her logical reaction is Oh, let's run away and hide behind some bush or something. I'm like, this dude dropped the gun and he had the keys, right? He had he had the keys. I'm like, why don't you take the gun at least, right? And take the keys that he's dropped and do that. No, mm-mm. she's like, let's hide behind a tree. He goes back to the house and, you know, keeps her fam- the rest of the family at hostage again, which is like, stupid, man. And then the more it goes on, it's like it gets to a point where they're... They, they basically find this this key that allows them to control shadows, right? And one of the, the the friends, she's an adult. She's like their dad's friend, and she's the she basically tells them like, okay, if we get this key, you can stick it into this crong, and you can control these these powerful shadows, and we can defeat the bad guy. The, so we're like, great, awesome. They, they're finally doing something that makes sense. But the crown is at her house, so. What they decide to do, the smart thing, is take the key that unlocks the crown with them to her house. Just her, and it's just her and her son go uh, together. Her son is, um, is, he's got a, a you know, a, a mental disability or something. Like, he's, he's, um, he, he's autistic, like, t- kind of autistic, right? Um, I'm not sure if that's what he is, but that's how they present the character. They, they didn't really explain what he has. But he's not as, um, advanced, as a, advanced for his age. So he's... I guess his mental makeup is like the younger brother, but he's he seems as old as the as the older siblings. This guy, they take the key back. Him and his mom take it back to their house to get the crown. <laughs> and obviously the bad guy is waiting for them there, and because the bad guy is, is staying at their house, they know the bad guy is staying at their house because he's holding them hostage at their house. They go back to their house because they're like, oh, he's not there right now. They take the key with him, and he takes the key from them with the shadows, and then come and attacks the kids at their house. Now you tell me, man, <clears throat> where's the logic in that? Right? Where's the logic <laughs> in that whole scenario? So the show just keeps going off the hill. It's it's stupid. It's around 7.49 dB. I'm saying most of the people that watch this, they stupid, man. They don't got brains. The people that give it a 7, at least, don't got brains. It's 15th most popular show on Netflix, um, according to IMDb, which just dropped 7 points. It shouldn't be that high. Again, I think most people are, uh, are ridiculous. Because when you read the reviews for it on IMDb, pretty much every review written... Is about is negative, like, and it's about the same things that I've said. Like, the show is get it gets stupider after episode seven. Oh, okay. So I believe either they paid for these people to give it a high rating, or most people are just stupid because everyone else who I've seen write a review about this show says the exact same things I said. 
The show gets dumb after episode seven and it hurts the whole show. And at that point in time, you don't want to watch the rest of it. So I've finished it. I've suffered through it to tell you guys what it's about. And anyone who's like, oh, I want to watch it. I've spoiled everything about it for you. There's nothing else for you to know. I've literally just spoiled the whole show. So you have no reason to watch it. You know everything there is to know about this show. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, well, well. I'm sweating. I'm literally sweating. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand that. <laughs> A lot of emotions going out there. But okay. <laughs> this show really pissed me off, Raj. I was enjoying. You know what? I was in yeah. episode five in the week, and I was like, man, I can't wait to tell Roger about this show. It's got horror in it. I know Roger loves horror shows. Him and Isaac can watch it together. It's gonna be awesome. That gets episode seven. Falls off a cliff. I'm like, oh god, no. <laughs> typical, typical. Jesus. Oh man. Oh. Well. That I'm naming this episode the rant. I've ranted twice in this episode. Once about Persona <laughs> yes, and yeah, once about have, actually. <laughs> Let's do that. <sighs> Let's do that. Okay, so this is the thing you talk about right about now. What's the thing called Rush? <laughs> What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout man. out for what's the podcast for this week, Raj? <sighs> what's it called? Oh, I'm supposed to say Game I... Console. Oh, how is it? oh yeah, god, I forgot yeah. the, the thing. Oh, the shout yeah. out for this week is um the consultant. Raj, what can you tell us about the consultant? <laughs> Lost my brain. <laughs> it happens. <sighs> <clears throat> You were saying, tell us about this this podcast, Game Consultant. The weekly games industry podcast for and about gaming people. You can listen to all of my episodes on this page. Scroll down below and feel free to comment and or send in suggestions for future items. Yeah. So he spelled suggestion wrong, by the way. So if, if for yeah, Roger and I, does, we, we can see a, that it's, it's highlighted in red. And it's because he left all the G. There's a G missing. Mm-hmm. So we're just... You know, suggestion to him. Spell suggestion properly. Um, uh, number two, um, his podcast is boring. It's it's not interesting at all. Uh, like he has, inf- okay, so he has interested in facts like he, about stuff, but his delivery is poor. And I think this is where, when it comes to, I don't think everyone should do a podcast. I think, like even me, if I did a podcast by myself, I, I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. Maybe if I did it now, I'd probably be fine with doing a podcast by myself because I've yeah. been doing it for so long. I understand certain things. I'll probably be better at doing a podcast by myself now. Uh, but if you, if this is your first podcast, which it sounds like it's this guy's first podcast, and you're doing it by yourself, yeah, it's going to suck. Like, you need someone else. So he needs a co-host or something with his podcast because he's talking about mm. stuff, but his delivery is like he's constantly, like he's losing train of thought. He's talking about something. Uh, he's changing. The way he speaks, is he's not very energetic. He's not giving you a lot of... The, um, enthusiasm to listen to it. and I mean some podcasts don't need to be um, in, you know enthusiastic about things they don't need to be energetic but I listened to it and I was just like mm. I got like 10% through the podcast episode I think the episode was maybe uh-huh. an hour long or something and I got through like 10% and I was like ugh and even for that 10% that I got through I was not even paying attention for the most of it like I was listening to it and I'm just oh. like zoning out and thinking about other stuff so it's not really the best podcast but I still wanted to shout it out um, he talks about a lot of the gaming industry stuff. He actually spoke about events being cancelled and stuff. And that's the reason why I ended up subscribing, like, checking out his podcast. Was because he was talking about oh, yeah. events being cancelled. But I listened to him and I was like, this guy's boring and I don't want to listen to this. So, 
But either way, you know, mm. maybe someone else might listen to it and be like, hey, I find value in this. So, Shout Out Fear Podcast is Game Consultant. I don't recommend it, but maybe you might like it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Raj, how about we say goodbye to yeah. listeners and end the rant for today? <laughs> yeah. Because actually, just a few minutes ago, my download when it comes to Doom Eternal is what now now 100%. So I need to go. I need to play. <laughs> Ooh, la la. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's out out to, uh, today, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. So Doom Eternal, for those of you that are interested, might be something to download. I've also downloaded the, the free demo of Resident Evil 3, mm. the remake. Mm. I will check that out. You don't have PC or PlayStation? PC, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But anywho, gaming <laughs> aside, we are reaching the end. We are. It's mm-hmm. the end. Not mm-hmm. the end of the end, but the end of the podcast. The we end. will be back next week. It's the end. Uh, time for gaming and man spread. Hope you guys going to have the same kind of <laughs> pleasure or possibility. What do I know? Now I'm getting into weird territory right now. But take care, people. Take care of each other. As we've talked here about the corona, don't be too... Don't, yeah, think about it, but don't think too much about it. Uh, try to find those small moments and also being with yourself, spending time with yourself. Have fun. Uh, You've got some tips here when it comes to gaming, as always, and a good tally. So you just go ahead, watch, play, enjoy. And soon we will be back in what is supposed to be some kind of normal lifestyle, lifestyle again. But before that, take care, people. Muffin and out. Mm. Beautiful as always. So, um, as far as I know, Roger has run off from his computer and he started playing on... He has to use a computer. Damn it. I was about to say, you've ran off and started playing Doom Eternal. <laughs> but you do need the computer oh, to do that. the cutscene. <laughs> so, as always, guys, if you want to check out the stuff that we do, Rod streams on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturday or Sundays, because he switches it up from time to time. So you can't tell sometimes, but just think of it. Just play a whole weekend, Saturday and Sundays. He's going to stream on one of those days. Um... At True. 40 Splash Splash, um, so that's the number 4040. That's on YouTube and Twitch, and uh, you can also find him by that name on Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of good stuff. You can find me at LPGARN, that's LPGRDIN, that's Garden Little U. Um, I'm on pretty much all the same platforms as well, and I don't have a, sp- a stream schedule, which most of you who know me know well enough that I don't, uh, but I do put up videos and reviews and all that kind of blabby bloops, so you can check those out yeah. when they go live. Uh, you can find stuff on the website simplybinge.com because the name has changed yay we haven't even changed in the show notes yay but I'll have to so that being said uh, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out on any of the episodes of That Beautiful Life many of you people like you subscribe to this podcast on CastBox Acast Spotify iTunes and simplybinge.com and elsewhere and we're going to like it that we're giving away for free so as always guys this has been cute for your pleasure